welcome to the Excuse My African podcast. My name is Stella Damasis and I am your host. Join me as I take you on a journey through the eyes of a misrepresented and misunderstood African girl abroad. In this episode, I will talk about education in Africa. I remember growing up in Nigeria and going through primary school and secondary school and here in America, they call them grade school, middle school, high school and all of that. Um, And I remember a particular day when I complained bitterly to my mom and I'm like, this is too much. Am I the only one who complains that this is too much? And my mother said, I've never seen someone like you. Like, which child comes to her parents to say, the subjects that, that they're teaching me is too much. I cannot be reading all of this at the same time. But the truth is we had to learn so many subjects at the same time. I don't know how God just loved us so much. that He, he gave us, uh, our minds were like elastic, like it could, it could hold on to so many things. You had to read to pass your exams. A lot of us couldn't study to really, really understand because the subjects were too many, but we had to do well in our exams. So we had to cram. I guess there's another, another reason why I'm able to look at scripts and I can get lines like, <laughs> like crazy. It was too much. No, on a serious note, going to a secondary school in Niger is a lot. Like, I have a list of subjects that I'm sure when you hear them, you remember studying all of that. You will sit back and ask yourself, how was I able to go through all these subjects and remain sane? This is insanity. If you show this to anybody in the diaspora, like show this to foreigners, they will look at you and like, are you insane? Do you want to kill the child? How are you supposed to go through all these subjects? and expect somebody, someone to come out saying, it's crazy. How we are able to do it as Africans, I don't know. How we're able to do it as Nigerians is just crazy. And some of us pass so well in all the subjects. It is madness. But trust me, there are so many things that till today I don't remember. I don't remember half of what it was that I learned in school because it was too much. How many of it did I use? How much of it did I use in, in, in the university? How much of it do I, do I use today in my career? My chosen field had nothing to do with what I studied most in school. I knew from the time I was much younger where I belonged. And a lot of kids, in fact, I dare to say that 70% of, cho- of people in, in high school or in secondary school know already if they want to be in the sciences or in the arts, they have an idea. They might not know for a fact, but they have an idea where they belong, whether it's sciences or arts. You will see their talent shining through. If you're an observant parent, you would notice in your home that your child is more inclined to this as opposed to that. You should be having conversations with your children. What do you think you're better at? What do you think is your strongest point? I I feel that our schools should have a rethink about education. Think about streamlining and having giving students the opportunity to choose, not only when they are in university, but give them an opportunity to choose when they are in secondary school to say, okay, are you more artistically inclined or are you more science inclined? These are the subjects that you can take if you're more science inclined. These are the subjects you can take if you're more artistically inclined. Reduce the workload. Let me give you an example of how my secondary school was like. Let me give you a list of some of the subjects that I had to do every term. So there's English, 
there's mathematics, there's social studies, there's history, there's science, chemistry, physics, biology, geography, introduction to technology, government, civic education, home economics, economics, literature, agricultural science, CRK, then you choose Yoruba, Igbo, or Hausa, then you must do French, then physical education, computer, music. Come on, there are lots more. It's, it's, it's madness. These are just a few that I remember. I'm sure that if you sit down and think carefully, you will come up with a longer list than I have just given you. But it doesn't make sense. Even if you don't want to streamline it from the time they're in GSS1, which I understand, you want them to have an idea of different subjects so that they decide which one they're going closer to. When they get to SS1, which is like your year four in secondary school, then they should be given an opportunity to start streamlining. Are you a science student? Are you an art student? Are you this student? I know that some schools are trying to implement that, but it should go around the whole country. It should be a part of the education system. The Ministry of Education should be thinking about doing things like this so that the workload is reduced drastically. Reduce it. Even when they're in GSS 1, 2, and 3, reduce it. The minds are young. They're just getting into another phase of life but you're bombarding them with so many subjects at the same time. How do you expect them to focus seriously and really give, get good grades? How? Those who pass with all A's in over 20 to 20 something subjects, it, I don't know how, I don't, God is just amazing, I don't know. But I strongly feel and also suggest that once you get to SS1, which is your fourth year in secondary school, they should give basics of human rights. It should be a compulsory course. Basics of human rights. Every person at that time who's a teenager should actually understand the basics of what human rights are, what the constitution says. Give them that to start preparing them for the world outside there. Let them start to learn leadership. Leadership is very important. It shouldn't be a vocational thing. It shouldn't be something that you, oh, if you like it, then every student should know at least the fundamentals, the foundation of leadership. It should be a part of a course. And then lastly, business management. Managing businesses, give them the foundation of it. Let, let them understand that no matter what it is, if you want to set up your own hospital, you want to work in a bank, you want to be an entrepreneur, you want to work in entertainment, you want to know the, the basics, you know, the difference between a sole proprietorship and an LLC and how to register and taxes and your business account, separating it from a personal account. You want to set up a business. What do you go for? What, what do you need? You need an accountant. You, need, you know, you just have to understand these things. And I believe that if these things are implemented, it will make things a lot better. And don't forget, these are just my suggestions. This is how I see it. Being a person who studied back home and who lives in America, who's had children here, who, who go to school, and I see how they are coordinated. I see how the structure of the educational system here is working for them. These are just suggestions that I think we should all think about and talk about. So let me know your thoughts. And if you haven't subscribed to my podcast, please do so and share it, share the link. I will really, really appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. Thank you for listening to this podcast. And I hope you'll join me again for the next one. You can contact me via email, excusemyafrican at gmail.com or visit the website, excusemyafrican.com for more details. Remember to stay positive and give love.